This episode of End User is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, well, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's completely free, completely free. It's got incredible creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or from your web browser and your computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other services. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's got an integrated ad program right in the app. And altogether, it's basically everything you need to make a podcast in one single place. I've been with Anchor since the very beginning, and I've loved it all the way through. Join me on Anchor, download the free Anchor app wherever apps are downloaded, or go to anchor.fm to get started. again end users and welcome to episode six it's been a little while in this episode i talk about dirty dave's power user tips a post that i did on my blog yes i said blog bilge.world i'm blogging um regarding some of my favorite software and a few lesser known methodologies for doing things on the computer all is capitalized that I've discovered over my years of just fucking around. I figured I'd do a listicle, and it's not exactly a listicle. I hope it's a little bit above that, maybe. Is there above? Not just, not, not. Oh, hello. That's Echo. Hi, Kitty. Um, yeah. So, I, uh, I'm gonna talk a little bit about that, reintroduce myself to you guys. Uh, before I talk about that, I wanted to mention that I'm being interviewed, or have been interviewed over the past week, in kind of an ongoing thing, by right write.as's community manager. Um, that's write.as's and put that in a web browser and see where you end up. Um, I don't know why I said it like that, but um, his name is CJ Eller and he's a cool guy who seems to like me on the internet, at least for now, which is cool. Um, and I talked about Markdown, um, in general, why I write about technology, and of course the tips posts that I'm about to talk uh, in depth with you on, um, and Extratone, and where that's been, uh, some of the challenges of creating it, uh, creating a community, creating a platform, um, and a little bit of where it's been going, well, where it may be going. It seems like both CJ and I are interested in, for lack of a better term, just fucking around on the web. We like trying new ways to do things, new ways to think about things. I might have plagiarized that from his bout, actually. Um, but, uh, so we are, or we have been doing this interview on Arena, A-R-E dot N-A, which is a service that's actually existed since 2011. Um, some architects really like it. It's, it's a, um, sort of a social web service 
this based on blocks, as in text blocks that you can move around. You really got to see it for yourself. Um, that link is, uh, well, it's currently pinned as my top tweet at NeoYokel, if you're really interested. Um, but you'll see a link coming up on bilge.world too when they actually publish it, if they do where they do. But yeah, um, I really appreciate CJ for being interested and for trying that out with me. It's been a lot of fun. I think I've still got an answer or two left to clack out. But for lack of a better transition, I want to talk to you about some of my tips, Dirty Dave's tech tips. So I know that you've come across this sort of thing like everywhere. You've heard a bunch of cliches, a bunch, like, I, I don't know, I could say a lot of things like top 10 ways to blow up your PC. Um, but uh, actually the the right as um, account, I don't know if I've talked to you guys about right as uh, it's the actually I probably should do that real quick. It's a uh, completely new CMS. Um, and I moved extra tone to right as last year. Um, completely, they actually might have been the, the year before might have been 2018. I think it was 2019. Um, right as is it's just it's an open source uh, blogging platform. And and it's just beautiful and simple and everything that WordPress isn't. <laughs> Um, so I've gotten kind of involved in right as, uh, they asked me if they could post, um, extra tones theme, basically extra tones CSS, um, in their themes section, right dot as slash themes. Um, so that was cool. I felt pretty honored, uh, cause it's really not all that complicated, but, um, yeah, I've become invested in this thing, uh, because it's great and it's just, and they're investing back. CJ is the community manager, um, and. And he's been emailing back and forth with me and messaging back and forth with me. And really, uh, you can see the ooh, that was a Windows alert. You can see the way that he um, cares about the community. He's good at his job. So yeah, Bilge, um, a new blog that I have about racing stuff, dieselgoth.com and Extra Tone are all hosted on Write As. Um, I actually want to mention they came out with Submit As, Submit.as, which is just a kind of an easy way to, to submit posts. And Extratone is once again taking submissions. So if you go to extratone.com slash submissions or submit.as slash extratone, you'll see a few prompts, music-related prompts, I believe. And I'd love it if you'd contact me, maybe even submit something. I'd love to hear what you think. Okay, so this post, I don't, I, I want you to believe me when I say it, it's different, but it might not be people seem to like it. Um, basically, I've done a lot of stuff on the computer without actual training. I think this is like a thing that's pretty common amongst my generation. Um, I've had to arrive at my power userness. If I am a power user, I don't know. Describing myself that way is pretty funny as uh, as we've encountered in past episodes. Um, I've arrived that way by basically going through a lot of pain, doing things the wrong way for a long time until I either stumbled upon or searched out different ways of doing things. And um, this one post represents uh, like the wrong ways that I've been doing these things or or being without these pieces of software. Um, the amount of struggling that I've done is like hundreds, thousands of hours, right? So I'd like to save you that time. Uh, don't waste your life on bad software. So it's going to be pretty basic. This is end user, right? But it's also going to be profound. Number one, you need a password manager. If this is not evident to you already, I'm sorry, you just need a password manager. I saw that Joshua Benton from Neiman Lab, still not using a password manager. His his 
coworker called him out in a post on Human Lab. Um, it's 2020. There is no excuse to not use a mass a password manager. Here's what a password manager is, or rather, here's what I use my password manager for. It's called NPass, and currently, let's pull it up here. I have. 475 um, different credential entries into NPass. That's 475 passwords, 475 uh, things that I needed to store encrypted securely with one master password. Um, there's actually different ways to authenticate. Um, it's a tool that allows you to generate passwords uh, and it keeps your life together. I, I can't, I just can't imagine, um, <laughs> like if I didn't have a password manager, if I didn't have NPass, how else in the world would I be managing 475 credential entries? That also includes my bank account information. Yes, I'll tell you, I'm that confident in NPass. On my computer, in NPass, stored, there is like all of my bank info, like my routing number, all that stuff, um, my driver's license number, uh, anything that I need to store like to keep handy, um, but secure because it also syncs with my phone, um, and you really need to have a look at NPass. So if you're not looking at the post, uh, it's a bilge.world, by the way. Did I mention that? You should also look up some demos or just download it yourself and try it because it's free. Um, it's it's also really just beautiful. That's why I like NPass specifically. There's also one password or actually more likely than not, you're already using a password manager in your web browser. I'm pretty sure they all have it now. Um, you've stored credentials in your web browser before. I make the point that on macOS, um, with Safari and iOS, if you're in that sort of uh, ecosystem, then you're already using a service called Keychain, which is not immediately evident, which basically functions as a password manager. Um, but there's a link in there to, uh, in case Keychain doesn't work, or in case you need to go back and manually retrieve credentials, which um, you, you probably do. I do all the time, so... <laughs> Uh, if you're not prompted for whatever reason, or if you need to um, change a password, you need to, to know how to use Keychain. Uh, I also addressed, like, I'm not going to tell you who to trust. Um, I think that, I will say that I think Apple's incentives are aligned to maintain your privacy more than other services like Google um, or even Mozilla, really. But um yeah, I still use my browser password managers, but that's because, um, honestly, I'm not too worried about privacy. Uh, it's my phone number is public. So, you know, and my address. So, you know, it's whatever. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to just recommend and pass one because they retweeted my post. So that's cool. Uh, and it's just the prettiest. I used to use one pass or one password. I'm sorry. I've, uh, should say that yes, it's 2020. And yes, I did work for a technology company, an IT company that was still storing their passwords in plain text last year. Every day I said at least once password manager but they didn't trust me. Um, I have been using uh, password managers since I was like 15. Um, I think since 1Password came out, I might be wrong about that, but I moved to NPass and it was like ridiculously easy. Um, it involved like one file. Uh, another thing about NPass, 
uh, I, I said as I alluded to this, it uses any service you like to sync with your phone. Um, so that's that can be OneDrive, uh, Google Drive, Dropbox, Box, um, iCloud Drive. Yeah, I think that's all of them. Um, and that basically means like I don't even think about my vault syncing. Like I enter a credential into my computer and then oh, I have to go pee, but I need to log in on my phone. I don't even have to think about it. Um, I use Touch ID to authenticate on my phone and oh, they've already synced. Um, so that, that's not new technology, but it is very seamless and very beautiful. I got my mom, my 70 year old mother on impasse and she really likes it, which um, that should really tell you something. Okay. So the next one we've, we've dealt, dealt with password managers, a clipboard manager. A lot of people, I'm going to start off with the reason why people don't use clipboard managers. And that's because they are essentially a key logger. Um, a clipboard manager, like the way, okay, you know what? I'll just read you this, this passage. Imagine if everything you had ever copied as in control C were listed in linear order, easily and instantly searchable via a single global shortcut, keyboard shortcut, um, and navigable with the arrow keys. So as in anywhere I'm on my computer, all of a sudden I can pull up a searchable, instantly searchable history. I can just start typing. I don't have to move uh, of my entire clipboard history. That's what copy queue is. That's what a clipboard manager is. Um, the reason that that paranoid folks don't use clipboard manager is because yes, it is a key logger in some ways and that it does store everything you've copied. So that will include passwords. Um, or not. You can actually make it so that the, the search history is um, any length that you set. So it could be two entries. Uh, in my case, it's 10,000. I recently clear, cleaned out my clipboard manager the other day uh, after literally everything I had copied, including duplicates, being stored for oh, a year or so. Um, and it just occurred to me that I probably should clean it out. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, like for my life, guys, like I can't believe I just said guys, this is a YouTube video, guys, folks, human beings. I can't believe it, human beings, that I lived without a clipboard manager for as long as I did. I only started using CopyQ in 2018 and Jesus, it like the clipboard, this thing, and when I say this, I really mean it. The clipboard manager turns it into something else entirely. Like we've been living with the clipboard, we've been living with control C, control F, or I'm sorry, control C, control V, um, for forever now. Like basically the entire history of modern commuting, computing, right? But this makes it something else entirely. It's profound. It's like a completely, yeah, I, I just do it. Try it. Um, my life is made so much easier. And I, uh, I did like record like a 30 second demo that I embedded in the post, um, on Vimeo just to show you like what I mean by instantly searchable. Um, I use this like hundreds of times a day in my workflow, right? And I that's because I copy a lot of links and stuff and I copy a lot of text. Oh, also, I didn't mention this in the post, but with F2, which is normally the keyboard shortcut for rename, right? Um, you can edit your clipboard. Uh, oh my God, it's, it's just an amazing tool. And I'm mostly upset that I didn't have it. <laughs> It's also free. CopyQ is free. Um, and well, it certainly should be secure considering that uh, I had that many entries in my computer for so long and nothing happened as far as I know. Um, you can also export in a specific, you can export your entire key, uh, clipboard history. One thing that I don't use is they're actually different clipboard tabs, clipboard tabs. That's really cool. I don't, I don't know how to communicate that in audio form, but having tabs in your clipboard is incredible. Okay. So those, that's clipboard manager. Um, 
Keyboard shortcuts. We all use these. Control C, Control V. Almost everyone uses those, right? Command C, Command V. Uh, I can't think, I just can't. Control Y to redo, Control U to undo. I know these things, I just don't, you know, I know them by hand. Well, this one shortcut that I never hear mentioned, Alt D. I want you to go to your web browser and Alt D for me. It's not, perf it's not huge. It just selects the text in the address bar. Guys, for someone who I built a media company, not knowing this, um, I built a media company, like literally anytime I wanted to copy a link in the address bar, triple clicking, okay? Triple clicking to, to enter anything into the address bar too. Um, and I'm embarrassed about that because, wow, Alt-D, another one of those things that I use hundreds of times a day. Um, just copying a lot of links, it's absolutely, well, invaluable. And another, th another thing that, that, and I, like, I, okay, I said I haven't had any training. I had, um, I was actually part of an experimental Microsoft curriculum. I talked about this before on end user where from like first through, uh, fifth grade, um, we had a computer class every other day or something like that with Microsoft software. It was a computing, like one of the very first computer classes. Um, and not the first modern computer classes. Uh, at least it was the first one in our district. Also the only air conditioned building in my elementary school. That's how old I am, folks. And yet I'm not that old, but yet I am. Um, so one thing that they never taught us, and God, I wish they had, was what happens when you use the shift, alt, and control keys in conjunction with um, the arrow keys. So if I, I really almost have to do this, if I go to my text document, the show notes, and I go alt, left it does nothing okay maybe i'm maybe all all the one i'm talking about i mean yeah i meant control <laughs> i go control left it selects the the it moves the cursor to the beginning of the next word um i believe it's if i go shift left it selects the the character to the left and it just continues um I think it's control shift left selects the word. Um, these, this is, must be literally killing you. I'm sorry, but <laughs> basically start looking into the more stuff that you can do with the arrow keys. Um, because they're with text specifically, they're incredible. And I didn't know any of this until last year. Um, again, another one of those things that I use all the time. Apparently all doesn't do anything. Um, it goes, you, it allows you to go forward or backward in a browser. That's what I don't miss that. So alt in conjunction with the arrow keys allows you to go forward or backward in a browser rather than going up and clicking the little back thing or using your ultra gaming mouse button to go back or forward. Um, so also like if you're using windows, all of the windows logo key. So, uh, shortcuts like windows D, which shows the desktop, um, windows R, which is run, uh, windows X, which pulls up, um, the menu that has the task manager on it, windows A, which shows your notifications. Um, I'm trying to think of, there's one more, uh, that I can't remember right now. Um, the one that I did want to talk about was, uh, instead of Windows R, uh, Microsoft is actually right now working on putting a spotlight, like a, a feature that's like spotlight in Mac OS, but they're working on that for Windows 10. Um, if you're running a Mac, you probably know command space bar, uh, and Windows is going to get its version and that's going to replace the run menu. So that's pretty cool. They're actually doing a, and I don't have the link on me. Maybe I'll throw it in the show notes. Uh, they're having 
a little uh, poll on Twitter right now it might be over on what to name that. There are some pretty bad names, so please make some better suggestions. But yeah, that's those are that's all the shortcuts I wanted to talk about. Uh, one thing, a tip. I actually what I did when I was learning, I realized that I needed to start learning shortcuts. I don't know how effective it was, but um, I took a picture of a list of shortcuts and made it my desktop background. Of course, it's me, so instead of just just making it a picture, I made a fancy overlay. So it was like a vaguely, not artistic, but vaguely pretty thing of like the text was overlaid with another picture. Um, basically, I made a list. I kept a list of shortcuts handy. You, might, you can print one out if you like printing as much as I do and keep it right next to your computer and just get yourself like, t- I know it's, you're, you might be getting on in years like me. So it takes like deliberate effort now to make things habits, to alter your habits. It is so worth it. It is so worth it. I promise you. So that's shortcuts. So next, I want to talk about Markdown. Markdown is a way to style text. Uh, it was created by a man named John Gruber in 1040 AD. I think it was in the 2011s, maybe. Um, technically, it is a text-to-HTML conversion tool for web writers. That's a quote from John Gruber. Um, this is going to be one of those things that I shouldn't spend too much time just telling you about. But basically, uh, it's a way of formatting text as in italics, bold, headings, um, tables that is designed to be as simple as possible. Um, and it's what uh, Extratone is now entirely based on Markdown because Write As is based on Markdown. You probably are already using Markdown in some way if you are at all a computer user. Uh, Discord supports Markdown. Um, Slack supports Markdown formatting. Uh, so does Tumblr and now WordPress. Uh, and like, I wrote a huge piece, which I actually linked going through, like, I was trying to work out the best, well, way to process words, right? Like the, and I ended up going through like the entire history of word processing. This is where I should have been. Markdown is the simplest way to do it. It just is. Um, and <laughs> like, if you're using Microsoft Word, even though I used Microsoft Word to write this piece, I knew I would regret it. Uh, I didn't. It's actually not quite as bad anymore, but I converted it to Markdown first. Um, just use it, okay? Just try it. Uh, along with Markdown, there's some cool software. Uh, I don't know if I've already talked to you about Bear, but Bear is an app for um, iOS uh, and macOS that you should download immediately. Um, and I downloaded immediately when someone first told me to download it immediately, and then I deleted it because I didn't get it. Mostly because I didn't realize how beautiful it was. Bear is literally, and I'm serious about this, the most beautiful piece of software I have ever seen, both functionally and stylistically. It just is a gorgeous thing to work on. It's like, okay, I am seriously considering going back to Mac OS just because of Bear. Just because of Bear. There's no other reason. Like in every other way, Mac OS is more challenging for me. Not every of them, but in a lot of other ways. Like I'm a Windows person. I was I'm indoctrinated uh to be a Windows person and yet Bear is that good. Um just try it. Okay. I'm not gonna bore you. Just it's so gorgeous. Um it uses iCloud to sync, uh, I hate the word seamlessly, but it's the most seamless, as I said, this 
app kind of defines the word seamless. It's just really pretty. Um, and if you need to write things or take down notes, it is the way to do it. It's the perfect amount of customizability without being so customizable that people like me fiddle with it, which is a big thing to communicate. Um, like I've tried a bunch of different word processing software because I enjoy it, but that's hindered me in big ways. As I discussed in that interview I told you about at the beginning um, a little bit, I, I wanted a more depth. Uh, I've struggled with, as someone that's on the um, on the OCD spectrum, and not funny, funny, haha, like, like actually <laughs> am compelled to do irrational things. Um, I have kind of, ooh, now I'm getting like heavy. I've, uh, I've spent too much time fiddling around with things as like tools to do things that I actually should have been using to actually do those things. Um, which is one of the reasons it took me a while to figure out what I should be doing. One of those things is this podcast. Um, I love tools to, I like tools. Uh, anyway, just try bear. Okay. It's just, it's for me um there's no replacement typora is what i use to do everything so it's what i use to do the show notes what i use to convert that piece um but typora is too customizable and it's just it's not quite bare it can be made to look like bare but it's not quite bare okay so that's markdown try markdown learn markdown and your life will get better mine has immensely immensely legitimately gotten better in my particular situation it's but like my life has gotten uh in retrospect ridiculously better after adopting markdown it really is that that important um to someone who works with text so telegram oh my god telegram telegram is well now it's pretty because you can use different themes it's a chat service um but you know let, let's start with the first case use case that i argued if you if you're still emailing yourself like if you need to move a single photo to your computer from your phone and if you're still emailing yourself oh, you should be using telegram for that telegram has a 1.5 gigabyte file upload limit here's do what i do and i created a private telegram channel that no one else can see and that's how i send myself links across devices. It's just faster. It's like faster than airdrop. It really is. It's just, I always have Telegram open. It's lightweight. It's also, oh yeah, I've talked about Telegram with you before, but go back into that episode um, where I had very, uh, like I went through a period a month where I had basically no internet access um, or it was very, it was, it was even worse than no internet access. It was just very, very little. So I spent a bunch of time trying to eke it out. Go back and listen to that episode. I talked about Telegram. Uh, Telegram, when text messages won't go through on my phone because I don't have enough signal. Telegram messages will go through instantly. And that is incredible. Uh, if you're the type of person who wants a public uh, channel, you can create one on Telegram for free and it's embeddable. All the posts are embeddable and linkable. Um, and like t.me slash extratone is the Telegram channel. Join that. Uh, or, oh shucks, I forgot what the group, I don't think there's a, there's a group link. There might be. Um, <laughs> you know what? Just hit me up on Telegram. Uh, and, um, give Telegram a try as a chat app. I know, like, this is in my relationships. I'm sure none of my exes are listening to this, but like, the, I've never, for whatever reason, I'm surrounded by people who don't use iOS. Um, I literally never dated anyone with an iPhone until my current girlfriend. It's been years. Um, so there was no iMessage and we used Telegram because it was the place where I knew I could get in contact with, with them at any time. Um, that, we can send each other like files as large as they need to be or um, as many as they need to be. And it's searchable too. Um, it's better than iMessage really. 
and of course, there's some privacy issues, which I don't care about, and you've probably heard about uh, with Facebook acquiring WhatsApp. People compare those two, but I don't know. I just like Telegram, man. Um, look up the Dervov, Paul Dervov, I think is the guy. If you have problems with him and don't want to use the service for that reason, whatever. Just try Telegram. It's free. Um, so lastly, there's like... I think technically it's like three different things. Uh, so this is this is a stretch, I know. But did you know that you can use a Bluetooth keyboard with your phone? I don't know if people just don't know this or if they're actually under, like reasonable people unlike me and they just know it, but they're like, why would I do that? Um, <laughs> there was a funny instance. I was at Starbucks typing out something. I had a Bluetooth keyboard uh, on the table, but I had the phone in my lap and... <laughs> I guess to a passing kid, he just thought that I was typing to nothing or typing to myself or putting my head down and just typing on a keyboard to nothing. Um, but it does look weird. Uh, but yes, you can use a Bluetooth keyboard on your phone. So those of you that need to send, like for instance, okay, if you're going to send a lot, of, if you're just in a breakup and you're sending those long breakup texts, um, you know what? Take a moment, get out your Bluetooth keyboard, pair it. There you go. Save yourself so much tapping. Um, and maybe you're one of those people that's faster on on a touch keyboard than you are on a QWERTY keyboard. If that's the case, um, well, then this isn't a big deal. But if you're faster on a keyboard, hey, keep that. I uh, used to keyboard, when I was uh, Uber driving, I kept a Bluetooth keyboard in my car and I would just, um, when waiting for rides, I would take notes. I would write a written long pieces on my phone in bear with a Bluetooth keyboard. Um, try that. It's fun. It makes you feel like a power user. And also iOS, I think I might have talked about this before, supports some keyboard shortcuts. Unfortunately, it no longer supports Alt or uh, Command Tab, but you can go Command Spacebar and it's sort of Spotify, or not Spotify, Spotlight. Um, and then you can hit Enter and go to, like, you can type uh, some text the beginning of the, the name of an app and then hit enter and it'll go to that app. So that's pretty cool. It'll make you a phone power user. Um, so this one, OBS. Open broadcaster software. This is the next, the second to last tip. Okay. Okay. Um, when I was growing up, I've been doing this kind of stuff forever. I've been making stuff for too long. Okay. Uh, it's sort of like my, when I get to talking about Discord, there was just never a way to do things as I, I wished what I'm trying to say is I desperately wished for what would become OBS. Like I, uh, a piece of software that allows you to just do reasonable stuff, like capture stuff, capture the inputs and outputs of your computer. So capture video, capture audio. Um, all of my podcasts that I've ever recorded, we, uh, when we were doing live shows with people calling in, I used OBS to record them. Um, the open broadcaster software, it's just, it's really powerful. Uh, for those of you that aren't, you know, maybe can't think of a use for that. Um, if you ever need a show, someone how to do something on a computer. Just keep OBS on your computer and it's actually really fast now. There's a wizard that lets you, you don't even have to mess around with the complicated stuff. It'll just get you uh, into recording your screen real quick. My little Surface laptop can do screen recordings and can live broadcast from OBS. That's how lightweight it is. Uh, and yet it is so powerful. So use OBS. Um, lastly, I just a little thing. Uh, Compact OS is a way to slim down Windows 10. Uh, I did this and it basically just re like removes all the bloatware. It removes things like calculator, uh, like weather. Um, look into that. 
on the post. Uh, look into that uh, on Microsoft's website. But yeah, that's all I have for you. I appreciate you listening. Uh, I hope that some of those tips were useful. I'm assuming if you're still listening, unless you've fallen asleep, haha, that's the joke I use like every time, um, that you've actually found this useful. I certainly hope so. Uh, again, you can find all of my stuff at bilge.world. The thing that I work on, have been working on, my uh, online magazine is extratone.com. I just published um, my girlfriend's senior thesis, actually, which is pretty interesting. It's about dark humor in the workplace. Um, I've done a bunch of updates. I wrote about pens on bilge.world, too. Uh, I'm doing that interview. You can look for that. I think it'll be on, I think it's blog.writedeadass. I'll link it all over the place. I'll relink it in my blog, bilge.world. Again, did I tell you? It's bilge.world. Um, but yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at neoyokel. Uh, bilge.world slash contact, I believe it is, uh, or sla- no, it's slash about, I'm sorry, is where you can find all my social links. I'm at David Blue on mastodon.social um, and pixelfed. I'm on all those things. Join those. Uh, join our Discord, bit.ly slash extratone, or just click one of the Discord links that's all over my social stuff. Come in and chat with me. Um, Discord is a really powerful tool, and I've just been appreciating it more recently. Um, I actually, uh, you'll find on the extratone Twitter, which is surprise, surprise, at E-X-T-R-A-T-O-N-E. Um, a, I did an export of the past few years of my reading list on Discord, uh, and it's in a really pretty HTML file that looks like Discord, but it's an HTML file, and that's got over 4,000 links to cool stuff that I've been reading in the past few years, so I that was pretty cool. Anyway, this has been another episode of End User. I appreciate you listening. I'm David Blue. I need to come up with some catchy... Uh, use the computer well. I wish you good use. I wish you um, power user auras. I wish good things to you. Stay safe. And oh yeah, there's a virus. Stay healthy. Stay inside. See you later.